Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Boss Ravioli Queens podcast. Your three favorite caregivers here with your host, Boss Lady Amy, Nicole Ravioli, and Jasmine the Queen. So today is a super special episode. So not only do I have our second guest ever, we also have our first collaboration ever. Yay! <laughs> so um, today we are going to be talking with Maya from H2N. Uh, it's an organization in Wasa. She's going to be telling us all about it. Um, in this episode, we are going to be focusing on how difficult it is for um, people who don't speak English as their first language to find caregivers and resources. And um, yeah, it's a really tough world for them. <laughs> it is. Okay, so we're going to bring her on and we're, she's going to give us a little bit of background. Hi, Maya. Hi, guys. <laughs> so yeah, my position with H2N is technically the social media coordinator. Um, I do do CHW work as well, and um, H2N stands for the Hmong and Hispanic Communication Network. So yeah, we're an organization in Wausau, Wisconsin. Um, we also have different um, homes around the state. Um, we also have one in Stevens Point and Rapids as well, just to kind of expand where we can reach. But um, yeah, mm -hmm. primarily we focus on Hmong and Hispanic populations, but we're for everybody who needs our help, who's underserved. Um, we are a health navigation tool. So what we do mostly is we try to bring resources to people or try to find a way for people to find those resources on their own and build their independence, but while uh, guiding them as well. So yeah, like you guys said, we work with a lot of populations that speak Hmong and Spanish. And uh, it's really a struggle for people to find those health resources, especially sometimes if they're coming from another country because they don't have a healthcare system like we do in the well, United I'm States, really which is so <laughs> difficult to navigate. So yeah, we help those people all the time. Um, but again, we're for anybody who needs our help. So if anyone has troubles with insurance, um, getting medical resources, we will connect them to um, who we are connected with to hopefully get them the care that they need. That's awesome. amazing. That is yeah, awesome. that's so cool. And it's definitely needed because I've worked in like hospital settings where like it's not offered as much. Mm -hmm. Like they have like um, certain things where like people who have like a language barrier can like use, but not as much resources as you guys are giving. Right. Yeah, we try to make sure that all of our resources are in both Hmong and Hispanic or Spanish specifically as well. We try to target those populations because, yeah, the language barrier is a whole nother thing besides even the culture barrier. There's just so many right. different elements that, yeah, make it so difficult for these people to get the help that they need. Absolutely. And there's such a stigma around it, too, mm -hmm. with like, um, those people from those cultures, like, going into nursing homes or receiving care mm -hmm. and things like that because there's this idea that like their families need to take care of them and um you know i've met people who like they feel terrible for you know putting their family members in homes or whatever and they're like but i, I just can't take on that burden yeah that's very true it's definitely a different element when it comes to the uh, family dynamic we see that all the time um usually 
not all the time, of course, but there's multiple generations living in one household and that can have a whole nother effect as well. And sometimes um, also within these cultures, there's a mistrust of the medical system due to past experiences or history or whatnot, which is completely valid. So we try to help them um, kind of have more of a trust, but also figure out what works best for them as well, rather than just blindly trusting as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So do you find like um, certain like, I don't know, hospitals or different healthcare places that would like work best for them, like with communication and stuff too? Um, yes and no. Like, I feel like it's just navigating the, if you have someone to help you navigate those systems, okay. yes, I, I wouldn't specifically say this um, company or healthcare system is better than this one. Um, based off my personal experience anyways, but um, it's just the navigation and who you t- get when you get there and then maybe you need to find someone else when you get there because the person is not as helpful as they could be. And also the use of interpreters as well is extremely yeah. needed. And sometimes there are interpreters there at the um, medical facilities, but they're um, not doing all that they could do to actually uh, reassure the patient as well. Um, it's more of a, I guess, like a sterile environment sometimes, and it's just throwing around all these medical terms, and we try to make sure that there's understanding there. Right, right, yes. Yeah, I've noticed that sometimes, like, some interpreters, they're just, just say exactly what the doctor says and don't actually, like, allow it in in a word like they they understand. (laughs) They exactly. Just repeat what the doctor says, and then they're like, they're still confused. They're like, huh? <laughs> well, exactly. Thing, like, especially for Hispanic-speaking people, um, I know that there's a lot of words that don't translate. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah. a lot of the English words that we know, some interpreters don't know, or like, there's just not a word for it. Right. right. Yeah, that's something we run into quite frequently, trying to figure out the right way to translate a word or a phrase that will <laughs> correctly um, say what the person's actually trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have quite a few translators on staff? Yes, yes. A lot of people that we have on staff um, are bilingual, which is extremely helpful. Yeah, very much. Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, How did your company get started? Yeah, so actually we are, we call ourselves like the kid organization of WIPS um, and um, the Hmong American Center. So they're kind of like our parent organization. So people from those organizations kind of banded together during COVID and um, where we were seeing those disparities, you know, in full force during that time period. And they were like, we need to give people access now. Like it became more of a prevalent thing that was in people's faces, you know, rather than just not knowing um, what was going on. Cause I think COVID just brought a lot of things in general to the forefront, but especially um, in this category, right? So. It was during COVID that these people had the idea to come together and find resources. So um, during that time period is where we started. So I believe 2020 then. So it's been around for a few years now. Oh, and um, 
yeah, we don't do as much with vaccines anymore. We do do vaccines um, quite often, but it's not the same as it was obviously when COVID was first out and we were trying to make sure everyone was um, had the ability to get uh, vaccinated and they were properly um, informed about what vaccines do and um, how they could help them and whatnot because you know there was just so much misinformation going around. So that's right. a huge part of our organization then, but even now still just combating that misinformation. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So do you have so you have like some, I'm guessing nurses and staff too or whatever to provide certain things? Yeah, and we work a lot with different um organizations like the Medical College of Wisconsin um in Wausau. Oh. We work with them as well. Um and um, some pharmacies, like we just have those connections. So if we do um, want to do clinics, then we have those people that we can trust to help us out. Um, yeah, when we need them. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. that's amazing. And especially only in like a few years or whatever, like coming together and even expanding yeah, to like grown. three areas. Like, that's, Yeah, that's incredible. That is great. Yeah, it's been a journey. I mean, I've been with them since pretty much the start. I originally was at the African American coordinator. That was my original position. Um, as you guys probably know, the African American population in this area is pretty small. So yeah, uh, yeah. targeting, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, um, Wasa hosted their first Juneteenth, which I was a part of the committee for creating that as well. And um, we had two out of the three most recent years we had um h2n had a presence there so people could know about our organization um so and the same thing with um an mlk event that was at um the stevens point campus in wasa um so we do do things to reach out to other groups of people too i feel like that's something that's not always emphasize or that people don't realize when they hear h2n because Hmong and hispanic communication network is literally our name but we're for everybody. We've been at the last couple Pride events too. We've had booths there, as you guys know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how we met. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, at least you met these two. I was busy, but <laughs> yeah. you really yes. were. I was so <laughs> yeah. I started this for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> But, but yeah, it's, we did. Yeah, yeah, we're very, very happy that we met you. <laughs> when we're able Thank to you be guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, like, seriously, the, your guys' organization is no joke. Like, it's so amazing that you guys do what you do. And it's, like Jake said, or Jasmine said, it's only been, like, a couple years. So, like, mm -hmm. how big you guys are already, I could see you guys going so many places. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder where you can expand to next. Right. right. <laughs> well, it makes me think too, like how you had said it was, you know, basically because of COVID, you don't really think about that, like for the for other cultures. And like COVID was already so confusing. And then you put the yeah. language barrier in there. And that's like it blows my mind because that's not even something that I thought about. And I guess that's like white privilege. <laughs> And a lot of people just don't realize like how um how hard it is for them to like find those resources and communicate with people and there is like 
I know they're technically considered like a minority because like a lot of people just don't see it, but like there's a lot of people that need it. Yeah, there are. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Yeah, and then part of our, um, I won't want to say tactic, but part of the way that we operate, I, we could say, um, is we go to places where those people are. So the populations we're trying to help out, like we have done clinics at farms before, um, we go to places that, um, of work, like we went to the Mekong, um, I can't remember, Mekong. It was um, a place of work, though, um, that was more recent. Um, we try to go specifically into the community and let people know that we're here for them and that we are members of the community as well and that we'll go to churches as well, too, you know, anywhere that they'll have us where those people kind of hang out or so they can hear about us like that's what we do that's awesome yeah that's amazing so is there any um <laughs> resources you use for like donations and stuff not specifically right now we don't have um we usually we, i would go and contact my coordinator and kind of they would take that on and figure out how to do that but we don't have a real specific system that we all kind of abide okay, by right now um is there <laughs> certain places people can like find um more information about your organization yeah so we have a instagram but um our most active is our facebook we also recently created a linkedin and we do have a youtube channel um so if you go on facebook and search h2n it's that's where we're most active and we get the most um content interactions as well um and we have a website as well so the mug and hispanic communication network but um i would say the facebook is the most up-to-date where we'll see all the events that we're gonna be at events that we've been at um and then we also post just events with um neighboring organizations or communities um if there's an event like the neighbor's place is hoping hosting an event um mm -hmm. that we think would be of interest we'll share that as well just to get to the word out for people Okay. Is there any other upcoming events besides that one that, like, are coming up soon, I guess? <laughs> yeah, so um, one of the upcoming events um, is actually going to be at the Communities Camper, good, oh, excuse me, Communities <laughs> Partners Campus, the CPC in Wassa, which is a 360 Grand Ave. Um, that's where they have the Neighbors Place and the Wassa Free Clinic and all those types of organizations. Um, on the 17th of um, November, so coming up here, we're going to be hosting another, um, I think it's both flu and COVID vaccine clinic. Yes. Oh, awesome. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And you, it, so you provide like free vaccinations for these yes. people too and stuff? Wow. Yes, all free. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, and we help people too who don't have um, necessarily um, citizenship or um, health insurance as well. So that's yeah. really awesome. I kind of wish they would just make the healthcare stuff in general free. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we all deserve it, but <laughs> like everyone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, honestly, but yeah, they're free for everybody. So no matter your status. We try to provide vaccines. Sometimes there are barriers that we have to go through as well because of that, you know, making sure we can give people who don't have citizenship or um, don't have uh, health insurance those resources. But 
typically we're able to um, get through those and uh, provide the vaccines for everybody. So, yeah. That is so awesome. So many resources. And just in a, such a short time was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do you guys have any other questions? Not off the top of my head. Um, my mind is kind of... <laughs> I think my only question would be, so how do you guys combat like any possible legal troubles because of the fact that you do work with so many people who don't have citizenship? Yeah, so on our team, we have um, health insurance navigators and uh, they help us mostly with that legal stuff because me over here, I don't understand all the legal jargon <laughs> yeah. and everything. I'm just kind of like, why can't we just do this? Like, it doesn't right. make sense to me. And then those people, they have all of that knowledge there and um, they're able to help us um, kind of figure out how to best uh, have a plan of action, I guess, and help those people out. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Well, is there anything else you would like to add before we start wrapping things up a little bit here? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you guys hit everything. I th- yeah, I think um, you explained yeah. it, like, great, so well. too. Exactly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and actually, if you want to just reiterate um, some of your socials and stuff that people can find you at, that would be great. Just so. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, we're active on LinkedIn, um, Instagram, YouTube, and um, Facebook. Um, our, again, our Facebook is our most active. So if you just look up H2N H2N Community Announcements, that's the official uh, Facebook name, but H2N, if you look it up, you'll see it. Um, And we also have a website, but our Facebook is our most up-to-date resource that we use. And we also use it to communicate with people as well if they have any questions or concerns um, about upcoming events or if they need any help um, and they're not contacting our team members directly they can message us on messenger and then someone will help them from there too so yeah that is awesome (laughs) sounds great and we'll probably link it on our social too here so that everybody can see it if they look us up for any reason (laughs) i hope they do (laughs) (laughs) so um i think that's all we have for you. So if you want to sign off, that is completely fine. And then we're just going to finish up with us. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. And as you said, you can find us also on YouTube, um, Facebook, and TikTok. We will also link um, the H2N community too, so that like for this video and our other links, you should be able to find them too easily if that's easier for you than finding their links. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next time, bye. Bye. bye.